I'm super excited that today's podcast is brought to you by Remedy Kombucha. If you're not making your own at home or you're out and about, this really is the next best thing. This is Australia's and my favorite kombucha. It's all natural, alive, raw, unpasteurized, plus it tastes awesome. Remedy are now making it in the cutest little cans, which are the perfect size when I'm running out of the house. Try Remedy Kombucha if you need some bubbles in your life today. My name is Melissa Gearing and I am the Naked Naturopath. Thanks for listening in. Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Naked Naturopath. After the War on Waste aired, we've had so much interest on what you can do in your home to reduce your wastage. And so I brought in an expert, <laughs> my very good friend, Sarah, who pretty much teaches me everything that I know about, you know, reducing my home waste and often comes over and goes through my recycling bin to see that what I'm recycling <laughs> is recyclable. So welcome, Sarah. Hi, thank you for having me on your show. <laughs> Sarah's from the country, so I figure that's why she's really good at uh, reducing her waste and um, just you just seem to know stuff, you know, that I didn't know growing up in the city, like, you know, what can and can't be recycled and, and what, you know, what we can do in everyday life to reuse things that we would normally throw out. So I just find that really cool. Yeah, thank you. So that's I why have... I thought we could chat. Okay. <laughs> so, Sarah put on makeup to do this podcast. I don't watch podcasts, apparently. <laughs> I do that, you listen to them. Which I thought was really cute. Um, but obviously, I do look very nice. She does. She looks very yeah. beautiful. And obviously your makeup would be, um, you know, beautifully natural um, makeup that I've talked about on a few different podcasts before. Mugu? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, those kind of things, which is really nice. But today we're talking waste and composting and that <clears> kind of thing. So I bought us both a urban composter yes. this week. And I bought my parents one. They don't know yet, but that's their Christmas present. They don't listen. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and my in-laws as well. Because obviously I'm in an apartment and composting is a little bit more difficult. Um, but you yourself even found it difficult at home. Yes. Yeah. Why was that? Uh, well, we didn't want to have one of the big composting black things that you put on the ground outside. My husband was worried about. The rodents, mm -hmm. you get things getting in, getting all the flies and things like that. So we didn't have one of those. And plus they stink a little bit, which is not very nice. Mm -hmm. um, we did find, um, I think you found it online, getting a, a bucket with a lid and you cut the bottom of it off, drill some holes in the side of it and you bury that just so the lid's on the surface of the ground and then you mm. can use that as kind of like a little worm composting thing. Oh, yeah. Just You put it in your soil if you've got some... Like Which a homemade one. Yeah, just a homemade one. So then you don't have to buy it and you can move it around and things like that, which is a great idea. And we've been doing that. But I have so much organic waste, I don't have anywhere to put it. And things like that fill up so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for 75 bucks, this urban composter, it's all Australian made. It just seemed like the way to go, which is why I bought four. <laughs> they are really good. I use, I started using mine last night and the... Uh, the bottom often drains off, so you get like a what is it? The sea? A liquid, yeah, yeah fertilizer, sea salt kind of yeah product. So you dilute it down and then you fertilize your plants. One it. to one hundred, yeah. So that's really really strong. Mm. 
for us, you know, I have a couple of plants on the veranda, but um, I also have an empty lot next door. So once it fills up, you leave it for a week and then you go and bury all the, you know. So it's kind material. of like half composted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was reading it's more of a fermentation okay. than a composter, if you like, yeah. like more than a traditional composter. Because yes. with the urban compost, you can put things in there that you wouldn't normally put in a compost. worm farm. Like or meat? Yeah. Yeah, meat and dairy and things like that. Which is the stuff that starts smelling and yeah. tracks all the bits and pieces. And, you know, there's rules like about citrus and mm. banana and Onion? stuff like that. Yeah, well, they're not for, yeah, for worms. So if you have worms, you can't put a lot of citrus yeah. in there. Yeah. But I guess we should probably tell people why we decided to compost at home. Yes. Because a lot of the time you buy things and they say compostable. Mm. Biodegradable. Or, yeah, biodegradable um, and that kind of thing. However, when when we put that into the rubbish, you know, and put it into the... Or just fruits and veggie scraps. Yeah, even fruit and veggie scraps. It doesn't actually... It's not actually able to compost when it goes to the tip. No. Because it's not exposed to the oxygen yep oxygen sunlight yeah the bugs yes that it needs because it's amongst a huge amount of other waste and plastics something that doesn't breathe and it's it's so firmly compacted that yeah it doesn't doesn't get any oxygen and what we do with a lot of our you know organic waste is put it into plastic bags as well yes the bins are always plastic and then you tie it up and yeah how long does plastic take to break down like over a thousand years or something so every piece of plastic that's ever been made is still out there in the tip somewhere wow yeah that's so crazy so even though yeah you think you're doing the right thing by buying compostable things and biodegradable things they can't actually go through that process unless you do it at home yeah that's pretty much the end of it i I think i've visited my sister in lismore and their council has a brilliant they're green waste bin, so for ours, it's just leaves and grass mm-hmm. for things. There's is a compost bin, cool. so you can put you can even put bones in it. So you can put bones, cooked food, raw food, meat, um, paper, all that kind of thing. And it, you know the council does that. That's the yeah. council initiative. I think that's brilliant. I think Lake Macquarie are looking into that. Lake Macquarie Council. That would be awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. So we've taken it upon ourselves to compost at home mm-hmm. until that happens. <laughs> And I think it's something that every single person could do. It's very it's very easy. So we usually have a bag of rubbish every few days, like a you know, a big bag, a whiz bin bag. Because mm-hmm. Sam and I cook everything at home. We're, you know, we're home a lot, because um, we work and from we home like a lot. Food. We love food. And so we have a lot of waste. Like there's just a lot of stuff. And I try to make bone broths and do all that kind of stuff with it. But I was finding that I'm just having so much rubbish. So I started the urban composter on Monday. And I've had one small brown paper bag of rubbish. Hmm. Well, yeah, most of the stuff that goes in, if we had a bin, would be food scraps. Our food scrap pile have about two whole full Tupperware containers full of it every day and know where to put it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just amazing. So what I've gone a bit mental with um, looking at what I can and can't compost now and sending was, you yes. messages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just amazed at how much you can compost. Yes. So, so much. it's just a unique kind of system because of the way that it ferments things. Yes, you, you spray a little, um, what do they call it? It's like an Enhancer organic, yeah, um, and it speeds it up. Accelerator. Accelerator, yes. that's what they're calling it. Yes. Um, yeah, so you, every time you put something in, you just spray it once or twice, which I read you can do with vinegar okay, as, as well. well. Yeah. Just, yeah, okay. And it does smell like vinegar, this stuff. It does. Yeah. 
And that keeps the smell down in your yeah. apartment or yes, in the house. and it's sealed. Like the top of it's sealed. It's got a lid. So it's all sealed up so you don't get all the little fruit fly things. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. It's just awesome. Um, but I thought we could talk about some of the things you can compost because people just don't realise. How much you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was really surprised about um, toilet rolls. Toilet paper rolls, yeah. Yeah, toilet paper rolls. Tissues. We were just looking at tissues. Mm-hmm. Um, and it said yes. Yeah. Used tissues is fine. Paper napkins. Anything paper, really. Yeah, I, was, I ripped up brown paper bags, you know, from... Oh, yeah. They do say to cut it up or make it as small as you can. Yeah. Obviously, that's going to help you with the speed of composting. Cooked pasta, cooked rice, coffee grinds. We were... Some tea bags. We've had a, we've had a tea bag research. Have, yeah. <laughs> and you just have to look at the ones you're buying. Um, at Verve, where the clinic is, we sell Puka tea, which is really cool. I was reading on their website, the whole thing, even the outside sachet that it comes in the individually wrapped thing is compostable it's made of like a special wax so the whole tea bag the the cotton line all that kind of stuff i because i have done a lot of reading as well and a lot of the times the really typical supermarket brands all have plastic in them so i think the individual yes. tea bag packages aren't lined with wax they'd be lined with some kind of yes. uh, plastic it's like um uh, wrapping paper, gift wrapping paper, they say you can't do that, or junk mail, like those kind of magazine things. shiny stuff. That, yeah, the shiny stuff yeah. is like a plastic. I think I read online that Twinings, their tea bag is, but you have to take the top off because it's got a staple. Yes. yes. And yeah. if they are individually wrapped, you can't do that. The wrapper the wrap. itself. Yeah. Yeah. And then those tea bag packets, they also come in the plastic things as well. They're not just in a box. Where the paper yeah. ones is just in a box. Or they're in a box and then they got plastic on them as well. Yeah. You know when they're wrapped up to yes, keep them fresh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it'll have plastic box, plastic tea bags. Yeah. And you're like, why? Why does it have so well, much? Well, it's like the food um, individually wrapped fruit and veggies in Woolies and Coles and things like that. Yes. Sweet potatoes, something that doesn't bruise yep. very easily. They come on a little tray and then they've got the plastic around them. Yes. So, why? yeah, it's such a waste. I was in, I teach in Foster and there's this little fruit and veg shop and, um, you know, I they do great things and I don't like to speak badly of them, but I actually wouldn't buy anything from there the other day because every single piece of fruit and veg down to an individual banana, an individual yam, like um, a swede, a sweet potato, one stem of broccoli, every single thing was on a foam tray and glad wrapped. Um, Yeah. Like I can see why they do it with something like berries, like, blueberries and strawberries you there's not a lot else you can do because they do bruise so easily and you told me that we can recycle the plastic thing that the blueberries come in yeah they've got the little recycle thing cool. i'm not sure what number they are but yeah they're recyclable yeah cool um which is you know that's fine mm. but when you're putting those black foam trays which i what do you styrofoam, do with them i don't think that's recyclable no i think styrofoam is or yeah like that big white stuff but you have to take it to the tip. It's a, it's like soft plastics. Yeah. You have a special recycling you know, process for that. Tell us about your the soft plastics. Oh, so soft plastics, anything that I think it was all more of waste, and they call it the crunch factor. Mm. So if it um you know crunches down and doesn't pop back up to how it was before, like the the packets of um what biscuits sit on, like the tray mm-hmm. things, they pop back to the way they were, so they're not recyclable. Right. But the actual outside packaging of it is the stuff stuff that can crunch yeah, down, right. like clutter up kind of stuff. It can be recycled, but you have to do it at the special places that I think Coles and Woolies do, and that's a bit controversial about how much actually goes to the recycling place, but it is recyclable. 
but you can't put it in your yellow bin. No, you have with to take your cardboard it to and paper. Woolies and Coles, they have a. I think Coles has Red Cycle. Yep. And um, I'm not sure where Woolies goes. That was which I was doing, and you went through my um, recycling bin. <laughs> Yes, I did. Yeah, which is helpful. I appreciate yeah. that. I think teaching you. Yeah, I think I'm doing all these. You know, and well, it I, does, and it says recyclable on it, but it just doesn't tell you that you can't do it in your yeah, own. Yeah, yeah. And you just don't know until someone goes, "Oh, you have to do that separately." Yeah. Which is why I wanted to do this podcast. Like the alfoil. The alfoil. Tell us about the alfoil. <laughs> alfoil is recyclable. It's aluminium foil, but um, so. The smaller pieces, you know, you could chuck that in the recycle bin itself. It just gets lost amongst all the other recyclable stuff. So it has to be in a – it doesn't have to be circular, but a size of a, a golf ball yeah, or scrunched right. up or otherwise it just doesn't get detected because it's magnetic. So I think it picks it up. But if it's too small, then it doesn't. Just so you lost. can collect it for a couple of hours. Yeah. And then... I don't use a lot of it, but like little wrappers of the chocolates that I was oh, eating yeah. earlier, yeah. you just ball them up until you've got a big, big enough ball. And then put that in the yellow bin. Yellow bin. And then it gets separated at the yeah. recycling plant, yeah. yeah. Yeah, cool, because they mm-hmm. would separate plastics, cardboard, and the alfoil. And, yeah, yeah, all the other bits and pieces. <coughs> and whatever else we put in there <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, cool. So, see, these little things are really important if we're going to actually have make an impact and have a change. And even for myself to be, you know, pretty aware of things and really mindful of what I'm using around the home and all that kind of stuff. This was, I, I feel like every single day there's something else that I need to Google or, you know, learn about or change, you know. So I said to you this morning, I really want to find a good bin bag. Yes. Because, I, you know, we just use plastic bin bags. And I'm like, why am I, why am I doing that? Mm. I want to look at my tissues to see if it's the best tissue that I can use. Mm. Something that I've been recycling, um, researching, <laughs> recycling, researching a lot late, lately is nappies because, um, as you know, I'm going to have a baby. Soon. Yeah, very soon. <laughs> Any day now. Sarah's here waiting, <laughs> hoping to deliver her. Good luck with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the things you read about nappies are insane. So I read that the baby uses over 6,000 nappies in its first two years of life. Mm. It's an enormous amount. Of it nappies. is so many nappies, and there's nothing that can be done with them. No, which was really surprising to me because even though you know I'm um I'm getting the most biodegradable, they're made out of cornstarch, yep, um, fibers, recyclable, you know, all that stuff. They all need to have this plastic, yeah, polypropylene <clears throat> liner to make sure that they actually work, yes. so that they're functional. So, you know, I've got the cotton. Otherwise, they wouldn't sell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've got the um, oh, the bamboo ones. So, obviously, we just wash them and reuse them, and we'll do that wherever we can. But at the end of the day, you're going to need disposables when we go out. It's just, just convenient to have. Yeah. Just have on hand. Yeah. In this day and age, mm-hmm. you need some disposables. And, you know, I've got Tom, Tommy, Tom Organic, so yeah. called Tushies, and we've got the Natty ones. Yes. But they're not, they're not very good for newborns because they're quite big. Even the small yes. size is quite quite big. Yes, um, which, you know, is frustrating because something like Huggies have, have been around for so long and they've done all this innovation in creating a really great nappy. Yes. But the plastics that it's made out of are so bad for... And bleached and all those other yeah, things. Bad for the environment, bad for baby. Um, yeah, so it's this toss-up between a lot of the time with these kind of products because they're fairly new quality versus you know dealing with a little bit of um hardship 
<laughs> in terms of trying to do the right thing for the environment and for your skin and, and for all that stuff. So I looked up, you know, the, the nappy thing and they're like, you know, we do as much as we can, but they're still not compostable, yeah. even though they've got parts of them that are biodegradable. But what, what I can do is put them in a biodegradable bag and send them off to the tip and hope that, you know, what parts can break down, do break down at some point in the next thousand years, (laughs) (laughs) which, you know, is crazy. Well, you know, considering that everyone has a baby, even if they do that, that's 6,000 nappies in two years for every single baby that there is. Yeah. And that 6,000, probably something like a Huggies nappy, which is fully plastic, which I can't remember. I read how long it takes for that, you know, to break down was immense. Like, I can't even remember, but it was just crazy. Like, it pretty much doesn't break down. And it, yeah. oh, in that child's lifetime, that nappy will outlive it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Is it worth it? Mental. <laughs> oh, mental. That's why if we do everything else we can around it, which is always my advice, yes. do everything else we can. If we can compost everything else we can, then hopefully there'll be some room at the tip for that nappy for to biodegrade. Um, talk to me about green bags because this is something that I find really frustrating. My mum, she just buys new ones, yeah, yeah, every single time. People leave them in the car. Oh, yeah, they're in the car. I just forgot them. I'll grab another one. Yeah, I'll just get another and one. And she thinks she's doing the right thing, but we know that the green bags aren't that green if you keep buying them. Well, it's uh, I'm not 100% sure, but I still don't think that they uh, they break down properly because I think that they still have the plastic in them, yeah. They're only um, better for the environment if you use environment if you use them more than fifty times. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think a lot of people do that, and that will require washing them and taking care of them. Yeah. And people don't do that. Well, we certainly do because they like you. You and I oh, both. Yeah, I you do. and I both have the scabbiest green bags <laughs> that going around. One of mine has this huge rip in it, and it the guy. Works. Yeah, <laughs> the guy at the um, market the other day was like, oh, "Are you sure you want to put something in that one?" <laughs> Like, yeah, it'll be right. <laughs> oh dear. And I do throw them in the washing machine if they get really fat. Oh, yeah, so do I. Yeah. Um, so you have to use a green bag 50 times for it to be friendly. Yes. And that's the green bags that you buy. I mean, people, you don't have to buy those ones if you are on the ball. You can, you know, people have cotton bags. Yeah. Cotton, obviously, well, you know, you can um, compost that. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot longer. Um, and people probably don't do it. But you can get the cotton bags. You don't have to necessarily have to have the Woolies green bags. What you and I both have is a basket. Yes, and the, the baskets, which are really popular. I see people with them all the yeah. time. We both just have a wicker basket and, um, you know, if you've seen me coming to work, you'll often see me carrying my wicker basket with all my things in it and the girls at work think that it's really cute because I'm this big, fat, pregnant hippo at the moment <laughs> with my wicker basket and usually I have, um, you know, like tiffin tins of food, like the silver tiffin tins of food and something wrapped up in my beeswax paper so... I look like an old lady from the farm. Do you know, I like them, though, because the insides aren't lined with black material, like a handbag, so you don't yeah. lose things. Yeah. <laughs> like in a basket. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. And um, it makes a great ba- baby bag, too. Well, they do. You, you carry everything in yours. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. So Sarah's had two, huge. two bubbers, so she's done the, the leg work for me. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they work fine. Yeah, there's not, and they, they carry all the heavy stuff. Yeah. Too. So if you do take them grocery shopping, you can. It's not just like the fruit and veggies; they're quite strong. Chocolate block. So you can put all your 
and the cans of stuff if you buy that or big milk things. I went into the supermarket yesterday because I needed some green beans mm. and it took me probably a good five minutes to find the ones that weren't individually wrapped, you know, yes. in the plastic, in the plastic. Yes. And then when I found them, they're in them big terracotta bowls. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I went and got a mushroom bag because I refused to use those plastic bags. bags that you put your fruit and veg in. So unnecessary. And got a paper bag, mushroom bag, which I don't know why we, they can't just have paper, paper bags thing. for everything. Yeah. But they cost more. And I think, like, if you filled it up with apples, it might break. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. But, y- you know, um, <clears throat> you can talk about your bags in a yeah. minute. The <laughs> so I filled up with green beans and I took it to the counter and I said, that's got green beans in it, not mushrooms. And he was like, okay. I was like, I just don't want to use the plastic ones, <laughs> you know, because the paper ones I can recycle and I can't do anything with the plastic ones. He's like, okay. He didn't care. He's like this teenage kid. <laughs> Whatever lady. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with your wicker basket. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you can't, you know, like all of my fruit and veg, I just put it all in my trolley individually, mm. which I get is annoying. Well, you can't really do that with green beans either. So there, exactly. there is a need for them. Exactly. But yeah. you know, perfectly also, fine in a paper bag. Yes. But you've got cool bags. Yeah, also a way around the plastic bags is you can get, like the green bags for your big lots of shopping, you can get the little, um, I don't actually know what they're made out of, um, but they're a really light material and they're fruit and veggie bags. So exactly the same as the plastic bags, but mm. not plastic. Where did and you get yours from? I bought mine online and I can't remember where, but I've seen people make them. Mm. If you're that crafty, I didn't. They're not super expensive. I don't remember what they were called. Maybe Anya? I think oh, yeah. rings a bell. Yeah. So yours are just like a white mesh bag yes. and they don't weigh much. And they've got a drawstring. No, yeah. they don't weigh much. Um, so when they really measure material, it, yeah. you're not paying for too much extra. Yeah, because like we have, um, you know, like little cotton bags and stuff like that that I'll often use, but I know that they add more weight. Yeah, kilograms. Yeah, yeah. grams, mm. whatever, not kilograms. How many bags do you have? But, um, yeah, I think that's a great idea. And you just take them. Yeah, I go to Harris Farm. I love Harris Farm. Yeah. And it's close to me, so I don't have to go to Willie's. And I think they're actually, because they have their imperfect picks, and they separate theirs with their green plastic bags, and you've got the normal clear plastic bags for Mm. their normal fruit. Um, But now they're bringing in the same thing, so the cotton bags or the little mesh reusable bags, so people can use those instead of plastic. Great. Yeah, Harris Farm are doing that. I think it's a brilliant initiative. So they'll sell those mesh bags? I think no, they, they keep them there to reuse them. Oh. You might, like they, I imagine they'll have to let you buy some because it's yeah. just convenient. Yeah. It's more convenient. Um, but, yeah, no, they're bringing that in. That's I don't know if it has started. I haven't paid much attention because I don't use them. But I noticed that they were doing it, which is brilliant. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So that covers green bags and stuff like that. Yep. Um. We also have the beeswax wraps that are becoming really popular at the moment. Instead of cling wrap. Yeah. So I've had that, my same cling wrap sitting there now. I don't know how long. Yeah, I, I, when I first started using them, or maybe, yeah, it was a post on Facebook I read. It was when I first started getting into the beeswax wraps. And someone had written there, they've had the same thing, a cling wrap, in their drawer for like, seven years or yeah. something something ridiculous not even open she just hasn't had the need to use it yeah she's had the beeswax wraps yeah and found other things mm, i love it and it, yeah it's kind of nice because it makes you think like when i go to your house you always used to have your bread wrapped in a tea towel yes or, on a bread bag now i upgraded yeah because then you got, <laughs> you got a bread bag um okay. but just little things like that that i just thought oh you don't have to wrap that up no in glad wrap 
you know, I think living in the city I, and with my parents, I grew up thinking that, like, that was gross for what? some reason. Having Just it? Yeah, wrapping it in a tea towel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's not as effective. The bread does stale a little bit quicker, but, um, you know, it still makes good toast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, right? Um, and so now when I cook things, I just wrap them in a clean tea, tea towel and take them places rather than wrapping them up in glad yeah, wrap or alfoil kind of or, yeah. yeah. And it's got, I actually really like the homey feel of the beeswax wraps and doing things in tea towels. And the beeswax wraps are also really pretty. They're really beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like that. They are really pretty. I just got a new set of like purple ones. No, they do that on purpose. And I, um, the ones that I bought, the lady that makes them, you can request you know, if it's for a, a young boy and so he can take his lunches, you can get, um, like, robot ones or you can get dinosaur ones so she can kind of makes them to order. Yeah. Which I think is great too because then it makes the kids have fun with them. and Yeah, they're yeah. really cool. Yeah. So beeswax wraps are just a bit of material. They're coated in a beeswax and you can wrap nearly anything in them. I cover all my bowls and stuff in the, yes. in the fridge and wrap up. Cakes and sandwiches and avocados, things so they yep. don't fruit and vegetables so don't go brown. Lemon, mm-hmm. yep, all that kind of stuff. And um, and then all you do is kind of rinse them. You can't use hot water. No cold water, cold soapy water, and then rinse them off with cold. Yeah, water. and rinse yeah. them, let them dry, and they're ready to go again. They're yeah. just, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm so impressed. And the thing, they actually grip better than Glad Wrap. They do. They work better. They just take a little bit of warmth from your hand. Yeah. And then they stick to it because yeah. it's sticky. Beeswax is um, sticky. I was so impressed. Um, yeah. yeah, so they're great. So I bought I bought a pack of four and I had one from before and I haven't needed any more. Like that's really enough they for do. us. They last for a really long time. And I use mine every day for Lucy for school to wrap things up. Um, and they just keep going they don't you know they don't yeah. break down they don't tear they don't they're just they're still there and it's like a present when you unwrap your food yeah <laughs> i really like that the other thing i have is a sandwich wrap which is just the next step oh with a bit of velcro it has a bit of velcro so it's just a there's still the square and it just folds up so your sandwich is tucked nice and tight inside so it yeah. doesn't fall apart which is great for loose yes for kids to take especially. it to school and yeah. yeah it's a little bit more convenient yeah no that's awesome um you know, everywhere, everywhere that I go, I'm like, oh, I could have brought this. I could have done this better. But you learn. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And one of those things is the butcher, mm-hmm. which we talked about um, with your sister. Yes, my sister had a question. I wasn't able to answer it. Well, I kind of passed the buck on that one. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. So, you know, a lot of people now are taking their own containers to the butcher yes. to have their meat put in the container. Um which is awesome, mm-hmm. but what Claire was finding was that they're still using a plastic bag well, every time. Well, they still need to, you know, especially if it's chicken and things like in cross-contamination, they still need to, you know, pick it up pick with it something up to put with it in a plastic container. bag yes. and then put it in the container and then they throw that plastic bag out. And How? then get a new piece of plastic for every meat or yeah. everything. Yeah. My butcher just uses his hands, so I don't know oh, if that's it? gross <laughs> or if he's just cool. I don't know, and I did. I don't buy chicken, so yeah, okay. I don't know if you would use need to use it for chicken. You know, because it's not know. meat. We have to cook it anyway. I mean, all that meat you have to cook. So yeah. you would think you cook off all the germs. I don't know about I don't all know. the OHS things that are. That's probably the main thing would be there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, but the thing is, even if they are picking it up with a bit of plastic and putting it into another bit of plastic, you're still halving. Yes. The amount of plastic that they're, they're using, using by taking your containers to them. Yeah. And um, in the paper bag too, even though it's recyclable, if you don't have to use it, 
Don't take it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Wrench marketing. Yeah. Anything that's recyclable or compostable or biodegradable, like if you don't need to take it, don't. We don't need I to do it. I think that's the first. They have like the, what is that? Recycle, reuse, maybe something else. <laughs> <laughs> Reduce, reuse, recycle, that's it. But the the new one is avoid, refuse. Oh, yeah. So if you don't need to use it, don't. You know, I got really upset the other day. Refuse it like straws. Refuse the straws. Yeah, straws are some of the worst, worst, worst things for the environment. Yes. If your kids are into straws, you can get um, stainless Stainless steel steel ones. ones. Yes. Yep. And they come with a little, a little brush, a little skinny little brush, so they can you can clean them properly. Yeah. Um, I got so frustrated because I took something out of a plastic bag and gave the plastic bag back to a man the other day. He put it straight in the bin. Oh no. And I just, I just stood there. I was like in shock. <laughs> that was the point. I was like, but what? Why wouldn't you just use that again? You know. And I noticed he had like all the plastic bags hanging. You know, when yeah, they come okay. stuck together. Yes. But still, like, there's, you know, he's serving someone immediately after me. He could just put theirs in it. Yeah. It, I haven't seen people do that because normally I tell them like they kind of put it in there, but then take it out so the bag hasn't really been yeah, used. Yeah, I didn't catch him in time. Yeah. You know. That happens. You'll you do it next time. And then I was um, when I was at the supermarket yesterday getting my beans. The lady in front of me bought a drink, and the lady was like, "Do you want a plastic bag?" And she was like, "Yep." Oh, she man. bought a drink in a plastic bag. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that drink was in a plastic bottle too. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. So and that's I mean that's another big thing is looking at what we buy our products in because. It, you know, like you've got the tea in the box, in the plastic, in the plastic, and so on and so forth, and um, all that kind of stuff. But you can just look at buying a tea that's in a scoop. Ah, uh, let's go to scoop. <laughs> yes, I was going to talk about okay Sorry. when we were talking Tell about our bags. Down. No, no, no. Huh. <laughs> um, when we were talking about our baskets, I was like, we've got to mention how we take all our stuff back. We do, yeah. We're so good. We are good. <laughs> at the junction, it's a bulk food shop store. It's the only one in Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure that like wherever you guys live, you can find some kind of bulk system because lots of, lots of um, little you know co-ops are popping up now as yeah. well. So there's you know like the Healthful Pantry at Warners Bay, there's Scoop at the junction, but they're they're both doing a similar thing where you can order in bulk, and then get a discount. Or buy in bulk and get a discount. But Scoop, obviously, being called Scoop, is... You scoop up all the stuff you want. You scoop up everything. So so I take my own glass jars in and I take them in every time. They weigh the glass jars first, so I'm not paying for a kilo of glass in my food. Um, And then you just fill up your containers and then you take them and you pay for them and there's no plastic, there's no packaging, there's nothing. Because they have paper bags for you to put stuff yes, in. if you need it. But, like we're saying, if you don't have to take a paper bag and you can just take your glass jars. Just about being organised. Yeah. Yeah. So right now, we're going to go to Scoop after this podcast. Yeah. And at the door, I have my my uh, wicker basket yes. with 10 different jars in it. I have my green bags in the car and my basket with yeah. all my jars in it. And I want to get some um, beetroot kvass, so I'm going to take a litre, a 750ml Yeah, San San Pellegrino, an empty San Pellegrino, and they can fill that up and and I'll have my beetroot kvass. They love it. And when you leave, they always say, thanks so much for bringing your containers And do you know what? It's so much extra work for them because they have to weigh it in. They do. And and then they weigh it out. Mm -hmm. And you and I always write down the codes for them. Yes. Well, I think everyone's meant to do that. But the one I did the other day, she was like, oh, you've written the codes down, thanks. But, yeah, they do do that. But I think you meant to write it. If you use their paper bags, it does have a spot on it yeah. for the code because 
Yeah. They don't know all of the I just write them in my phone and um, then tell them as they're going. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Lucy writes mine down. Cool. I have them on a list of his <laughs> Which is an old envelope. Yeah. For you? Yeah, cool. <laughs> she said, do you want this back after I finish giving her the codes off it? And I said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't finished. It's still good. But, um, you know, I don't think that's an extreme when I think about the butcher, I'm like, oh, will I take my containers? Will I not? You know, that's that to me is like, oh, can I be bothered that's to fight boundary, that battle? Yeah. yeah. Because, I still don't do that, actually. Yeah, you know, and they look at you like, really? You want me to put your meat in here? <laughs> um, which is neither here nor there. But somewhere like Scoop, where you're really welcomed to yeah. do that, it's just it just feels so good and, and um, allows you to, you know, be free to go and take, take all your glass jars and, yeah. and reuse them. And my glass jars, I haven't bought any of them. No, mine are old coffee jars. Thanks, yep. Shawnee. Yep. My brother-in-law drinks a lot of coffee. Yep. Um, I've got, like, you know, olive jars and salsa jars mm-hmm. and, and every single jar Pasta that goes through jars. our house, yeah, mm-hmm. just gets put in dishwasher. Mm-hmm. And some of them have wrappers on them still, some of them don't. It doesn't yeah, matter. They come off eventually. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, all of that glass can be reused forever uh-huh. until, you know, Josie, you drop Josie drops it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I think that's that's um, cool. I think you that's know. great. And there's no reason why you can't find other places that are welcoming you to do I think that. most places are. Yeah. Baker's Delight, I take my bread bag in and they put it in a yeah, put it in that instead of one of their paper bags or their awesome. plastic bags. Yeah, awesome. They're always really nice about it. Sometimes they ask me why and I tell them. Yeah. I love telling people. <laughs> <laughs> well, every time I put something in the compost for the last three days, you tell I tell someone. Sam. <laughs> I text you or I tell Sam, I'm like, look, Sam, I'm putting this bit of capsicum I found in the sink in the compost bin. <laughs> and then I spray it. <laughs> I wonder how long that will last. And for. he just laughs at me. Yeah. He thinks it's really cute. That I'm obsessed with composting at the moment. But to make a change in your house, I think you have to have a small period where you're obsessed with it so that you learn about it. and You're you, motivated. Yeah, you're and motivated. You, you can make a change and then it will just become a habit. Mm-hmm. That's like with anything. If you do a dietary change, you always have to be a little bit obsessed with it at start, mm-hmm. thinking about it, you know, 24-7 and planning yeah. and organizing. And then then that change, like that, it's you know, that obsession so becomes you know a habit. So you know what you're going to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you've got all the fundamentals. So you've got your glass jars now. Yeah, it's just habit for me to go and fill my basket up with the glass jars. Uh-huh. Yeah. Would you have anything else to add? Well, I, I don't think so. I think we've covered everything. It's something that you and I could really talk on for a long time. A really long time. I, uh, I've printed off 75 top things that you can compost <laughs> to give with the Christmas presents that I've bought my parents and my in-laws. Well, you know, even you've been looking at what to compost, so I think it's good to have a guide there. Yeah. At least a little over for the first little while. Yeah, definitely. So whatever you do, even if it's only one thing, if you can make a small change in your house this week when you listen to this podcast, awesome. I start. I started with Plastic Free July last year. Yep. And my thing wasn't to go plastic free for the whole month. It was just to, uh, with bread, plastic bags, bread bags. I just wanted to stop using those. That was all. Yeah. So it's a small change and then it's continued on and... Oh, coffee cups. Takeaway oh, coffee, coffee cups. cups. We do have to talk takeaway coffee cups. Yeah, okay. Because so many people think they're recyclable. Yes, or compostable or biodegradable, yes. which some of them are. Some of them are. And I noticed that coffee shops are paying more for biodegradable ones and people really love to think that they're doing the right thing by... Yes 
getting those in as a coffee shop owner or, um, you know, using them as a consumer. But as we said before at the start of the podcast, those coffee cups can't compost when they go to the normal tip. No. And they can't recycle them. You can't recycle them. No, I think, and some of them, I think most of them, just they have that one line of plastic on the inside. So yes. You know, so you would have to pull the coffee cup apart to be yeah. able to do it. Yes. And, you know, even with our home composter, you couldn't put it in no, there. you can't. And then most of the time, the lids, the cornstarch lids are so expensive that most shops will still get the plastic lids, yes. even if they get the biodegradable cup. So you... Keep cup have to take your own yeah and a lot of coffee shops now charge you less if you take your own cup it's like 50 cents off yeah you, get a you take your own coffee in, yeah which again less. isn't worth it for them because no, 50 cents is those cups cost, yeah those cups cost between 3 to 15 cents each mm. and they're giving you a 50 cent discount yeah. for you to bring your cup so it's not making you know it's actually losing them money really but that's their effort to support the environment as well. Yeah, and I think people like that, so they go back, even yeah. though, you know. See, I don't expect a discount for my coffee when I take my own cup um, mm. at all. Like, I just think that's something that I want to do. Or just have your coffee there. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you <laughs> Sit could down totally and do. have a coffee and chill out. Yeah, you could totally do that. Crazy. Got joking. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, we have Keep Cups and, and the stainless steel ones, and we have the Scoop Cups and... Mm-hmm. Like scoop flasks, but the other thing that I do is I just keep a coffee cup in my car mm-hmm. all the time. I wash it out. Yeah, and I just rinse it. And like, if I've forgotten my keep cup, then you know, lots of the coffee shops will just make it in my cup, and I oh, walk yeah. out with it. And it sits in the. I see a lot of people doing that. At, yeah, especially business people. You know, they've got a close coffee shop. Yeah, my brother-in-law does it actually in Gloucester. He has his coffee shop at work, and he takes it in and gets his coffee and walks back to his office yeah. and sits down and drinks out of his own. And what's wrong mug? with that? Nothing. We were getting a coffee lady in a truck coming around to work and we were all getting the coffee cups in takeaways yeah you know because that's what she does and i just like it was just this brainwave moment where i was like why don't we just take our cups out (laughs) i've got cups inside yeah so then i grabbed a coffee cup out of the cupboard and i took it out to her and she was like cool and she made it in the (laughs) coffee cup but, I mean, it's still saving them money not having to buy as many coffee, like, take away coffee cups. Yeah. That's but, you know, I don't expect a discount from her. That's, no. you know, her business and, and that's good all good. for the day. Yeah. You feel good about it. But it took me months <laughs> to be I like, why don't I just use the cup? <laughs> I think it's just so, everyone just does it. It's just what's done. It's habit. Yeah, yeah. So, that's that's the coffee cup. I'm glad we didn't forget that. Mm. Um, Woolies and Coles are, I think, by 2018, are bringing in Aldi-style bags. So not the single-use plastic bags. They're bringing in the – they're meant to be reusable plastic bags. Like, I think it's a great initiative. I think it looks better for them than what it is. Yeah. Like, they're now earning money off selling still plastic bags. (laughs) Like, a little bit more hardy plastic bags. but. At least they're getting rid of the one-use plastic bags. That's, yeah, that's true. The most frustrating, most frustrating thing that I see is the people who work at Woolies carrying all of the plastic one-use plastic bags with their groceries. You know, when they finish work and they go through and they talk to their friend on the um, counter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. And then they're like, okay, well, I'll see you next week. And they've just got like 10 plastic bags of groceries. And I'm like, you work at Woolies. Oh, yeah. How can, how can you not be mindful of that? Are they young? They probably don't care. Yeah, well, You've that's the thing, right? Them now. I'm trying. That's <laughs> why we have a podcast. 
Um, and I'll, I've also written a blog to go with this podcast. And I've written two blogs so far on the war on waste. So we're getting there, mm-hmm. hopefully. But it's always the same people reading and listening. We need a wider audience. Yeah, but I think the war on waste. I think that was great. The three-part series really reached a market of people who would not normally think about this. Heaps kind of, of stuff. social media. Then there was a thing on the project about the single-use plastic bags, yep. and then heaps all over Facebook, all over. Yeah. The thing about the bags is Woolies and Coles are both willing to do it, yes. but neither of them wants to be the one to do it because obviously, if for someone like my mum, if there's no bags at Woolies, she's going to go to Coles. Oh really? Oh yeah. Unless she is buying green bags that day, which is, you know, (laughs) just dependent on her mood, really. So, um, you know, it's just not a a priority for her. Yeah. No matter how much I nag her. They still have to make it convenient for those shoppers. Yeah, so Woolies and Coles really need to just man up, come together and go, let's do it on the same day. I think Target did it years ago. Yeah. They did. And then they reverted back to the plastic bags because everyone chucked up such a stink. Yes, they did. Which is a shame. It is a shame. But, um, I mean, I don't know why they need two more years to eradicate. Phase it in. Yeah, a plastic bag. But anyway, that's cool. Um, that's it. That is it. Thanks so much for chatting with us. That is okay. I'll, um, I'll find a little photo of you to put up <laughs> so that your I'll makeup my isn't wasted. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. If you have any questions, just email us, info at mgherbs.com.au. Jump on the Facebook page and check us out. You can stalk us on Instagram, mgherbsaustralia, or just listen in to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, review, rate, because that helps me out in terms of statistics, if you like it. Um, And I will talk to you in a fortnight. Thanks again.